yeah, I think uh, I think we could pretty much wrap up the games chat this week. Uh, there, though, God, hold on. God, that was terrible. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I just like I could feel my tongue wrapping around itself. I was like, I'm not gonna be able to like, form a thought <laughs> Your after tongue this. Tongue was hanging itself. <laughs> my tongue was tied. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey, everybody. John Hines. Hey there. And DJ Mandolini. Yo. And we got a full house back once again, and we are ready to talk about some games that we have been putting off for quite <laughs> some time, at least DJ and I. And uh, yeah, we made some promises at the end of last year in 2019 before things uh, for shit hit the fan <laughs> this year. And uh, yeah, we finally got around to playing some stuff. So what have uh, what have you been playing, Deej? Well, my uh, my resolution game for the year was Deadbolt by Hapu Games. Those uh, good old Risk of Rain fellows we all love. Nice. Um, yes. So, Which speaking of that 1.0 update, God, I got to play that. I yeah. know. Ugh, I need to, too. We'll um, get back. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that. Uh, so yeah, Deadbolt is uh, like a 2D stealth action game where you're like the Grim Reaper and you're trying to quell these like undead gangs. Um, so you're just like basically going through these buildings and killing all the undead you can find. There will be like zombies, skeletons, vampires, and demons, I think, are the different factions. Um mm-hmm. But it, it's, uh, I don't know, it's like it's like your run-of-the-mill, that type of game, I guess. I What I appreciate most is really the soundtrack. Like, that first, like, opening menu is just like, oh, yeah, this is so Risk of Rain. Like, <laughs> Ooh, it is just nice. a great, very good vibes. And, like, kind of a, I don't know, kind of a murky, like, I didn't fully understand the story, really, um, <laughs> but I'm not that clever. There's probably a, an explanation I can read online. It's like, oh, duh. But it's uh, I, I, I do kind of like that, though. I like those unclear kind of, I don't know, storytelling uh devices fucking mm-hmm. edit me <laughs> <laughs> no i, I like that too like when you just gotta like when you gotta like i don't know put some of the pieces together yourself and it's not just like a straightforward story like yeah. I, I enjoy that as well well there are like these like kind of cassettes that you unlock in certain levels although i'm not sure exactly like what the requirements are to unlock them and like when you get back to the hub you can like look over those cassettes and like the transcripts and those kind of, I guess, are what give you the main insight into the story, I guess. Um, but I don't know. It, like, it's a it's solid game. I can't <laughs> say I was particularly like, this is amazing. I also had a just a good time all around playing it. It's like uh, 27 levels um, each level. Like, you could, like, on a successful run, um, you could complete it within like five minutes. I mean, Jeez. B- okay, but like it's, I died a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But like even uh, it, it keeps track of like your overall time uh, you've spent on a level, including all your deaths. 
Um, so I think even with that, it would say at the end, like, I don't know, like 10 to 20 minutes on any given level. Um, oh. the one thing that was like kind of weird is like, they, they give you like a star ranking at the end. And like when they say like your total amount of deaths, like, I don't know, it, it struck me as like somewhat unclear, like, are my previous attempts being like counted towards that total? Like, are they factoring in how many tries it took me to beat this? Like, or is it, or is it just like the is, final attempt? Is it just yeah. Yeah, analyzing my successful run? Um, but hmm. I, I tried to not get hung up on the stars past me would have only gone for five stars and nothing <laughs> every else. single time yep yeah. <laughs> it's healthier um, now that's good i mean at least yeah the fact that i at least got some five stars is like that's fine that's that's yep. enough um <laughs> yeah it's progress yeah it's uh it's a fun game but like i really dug the vibe that was the, the big selling point for me so nice you should get it guys. yeah and i mean if you're if you're comparing the music to risk of rain yeah. that's definitely that that's almost enough there so oh yeah um yeah i, I definitely still want to check this game out still have not gotten around to picking it up but it's been sitting on my way one of the earliest games i put on my switch uh wish list nice um but i guess uh just real quick before we get to my resolution game because we're just going to get both those out of the way on this episode i also played john's resolution game and i actually beat it <laughs> i beat transistor and it was much uh shorter transistor from super giant that is it's a lot shorter than i thought it would be did you ever end up finishing the game john i didn't i i, I think i just got hung up on, on some new release and kind of ventured away from it i did play it yep. a little bit after hades came out because I think like we brought it up even on like the first podcast that we talked about Hades that like it just yeah. made me want to go back and play Transistor but like the control schemes are completely different for the two uh, games so different <laughs> so like I got bodied on like the like, I was like oh I'll just pick it right back up and then I was like oh shit I don't remember how to do anything in this game so I did like I made my way through like one more like story beat in Transistor but I'll I'll have to like set some time to like actually immerse myself and go back to it yeah i'm, I'm not gonna like go into full detail on the game or anything but I, d I did have a really good time playing through like i said it was a little shorter than i thought it would be but i think i mentioned too on that hades podcast when we talked about it at least one of the times we talked about it um i mentioned wanting to go back to bastion and this makes me want to go back even more because nice. i think john you were the one saying or somebody said that like man super giant really knows how to do combat and man, is that the case in Transistor, because you have all these different abilities that you can map to the face buttons. And that was kind of confusing because you after you take damage, you can like lose those abilities over time. And then so you're constantly kind of remapping your abilities as you play, at least if you suck as much as me and you die all the time. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I had to remap my controls. But like I immediately, like you were saying, I had to remap the dash button to like that has to be mm -hmm. placed on the bottom face button. Like it, it, that cannot be anywhere else after just playing Hades. But, you know, I, I Hades, as much as I'm enjoying it, I just wanted to play something like a, a little more slow pace. Not that Transistor doesn't get hectic, um, but I really like the new the way the new game plus works, too. I didn't really dig into it. But the game just starts again, straight up from the beginning, but with all the skills you've unlocked so far, yes. and then the game scales to the like level you're at, and just like you can basically just keep replaying this game over and over huh. with like scaling difficult. Well, I guess I don't know how far that will extend, but um, yeah, it seems pretty cool. It, to, to the best of my knowledge, there's nothing different about the game itself. Like, there's no bonus secret ending or anything. 
there's like one different line of dialogue somebody said on the wiki Ooh. but uh <laughs> but yeah other than that i think it's like mostly but yeah i basically just loved it and i'm just need to go now play pyre for sure yep and uh definitely maybe go back to bastion and give it a give it a fair shake for the third time <laughs> um but yeah we'll we'll talk transistor more in the future i'm sure because uh you need to play more of that john yeah um and uh, yeah, we'll just get into my resolution game for this year as well, which was Undertale. Um, and I played, you know, I played probably about two and a half hours or so of this game. And and I got to be honest, and I'm not, I know I sometimes am the contrarian or whatever, but I, I really did kind of bounce off this game hard. I gave it a fair shot. I, I like took a few days off. I went back to it. But I, d- I don't want to really take the lead on this conversation because I know that Randall actually played all the way through this game recently. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, like, I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts because I don't want to lead the conversation with me just taking a big dump on Undertale <laughs> as I know many people love this game. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about it because I, I had a great time with Undertale. Yeah, what, what, what kept you, like, coming back? And then maybe I'll bounce some ideas off you. I would say what... So I, I, I'll i say context-wise, I did buy this physically on Switch back when it was available just because I, I saw how much the, the aura around this whole game. And yeah. I already knew that I had a penchant for quirky indie games. And without spoiling it for myself, I could tell that that's what this was going to be. Um, it's incredible, heard, by the way, that you didn't get spoiled. I know. This. Like, for I know. how ubiquitous this game is on the I internet. Know. Like, I cannot believe and you managed to, like, go in relatively blind. Very pleased. And about same that. here. I, I went in totally blind, and I was honestly in the same boat as you, Randall. I think I mentioned, like, the reason it was my resolution game when I was talking about it before is, like, I was like, I feel like I need to own this game because I feel like it's a game I'm going to love. And and that might be part of my experience is that I put so much expectation into this game and the experience I wanted to have with it. Sure. That uh, that might have colored my experience. But, yeah, I was definitely in the same boat as you yeah. going into it. I think it helped, too, that I, I didn't really get too. I took a while off of social media. So I think that helped my cause for like when this game yeah. came out. <laughs> I wasn't really that deep in social media as I am now. Nice. Um. So yeah, that probably helped my cause, but no, what, so the soundtrack first and foremost, I love the soundtrack. I love yes. the battle theme. I love the different like overworld themes and the quirky town themes and like the battle theme still gets stuck in my head, like every couple of days. So that's to me always a great sign to start with. And I just love these type of quirky games where it feels like someone made this thing in a bubble. Like they played some games before, but they really came to this with like, I'm going to make exactly what I want to make, period. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what happened here. Toby Fox made his game and it's Undertale. Yep. And I, I loved it. And I love the the battle sections, too. Right? That's just like the the soundtrack, you know, the love and the battle theme. I love the battles in this game, too. Um, the whole like dodge the the bullet hell attacks coming for you and like choosing whether to fight or whether to talk and like all kinds of meta things that kind of happen along those different lines. Um, some of which isn't really even explained to you up front. You just kind of start learning through kernels of information over time, um, kind of what options you have available to you. Uh, so yeah, I, I just, I had a good time with it. I love that it wasn't too long either, but I'm going to let some other folks talk. Yeah, how, uh, just out of curiosity, though, how long did it take you to play through roughly? I know the t- the way the save game works is kind of odd, but I think it's by save time, I want to say it was like maybe seven ish hours. I want to say I haven't looked in a little bit. 
somewhere in there. Okay. It is a surprisingly short game. Like, yeah. I, I remember like the first time that I played through it, like I kind of expected it. I don't know why I expected it to be longer than it was, but like it's an RPG. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess. Like, and and it has this huge reputation. You just kind of think, oh, it's going to be this huge epic game. I mean, I, I played it like when it released, like pretty much. Oh, OK. Like, I think DJ and I like played it pretty quick, like right after it came out on yeah. like PC and Mac. Like, OK. But yeah, that was years ago. Like uh, at least like three apartments for me. So <laughs> uh, like I yeah, know this ex- game's been out for a while. I know exactly like where I played it in like my bedroom in like an apartment, but it's it's kind of hard to like place exactly when I played it. Yeah, I guess like for for me, like well, DJ, you you said you've been playing a little too uh, and got a little refresher, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first time I played it, like I remember it just uh, really had a big emotional effect on me um i uh i didn't realize that literally every single battle like could be like you you could spare the enemy like yeah i i i figured like that's a thing you could do but it not like not at all times so um i i it was when i was fighting undyne and mm. for whatever reason, like I, I was like fighting her, fighting her. And like mm-hmm. when I like took her out, like I it was I like cried <laughs> like it was yep. just yeah. so sad. <laughs> um, so I, I, I think it was definitely the soundtrack and the charm of this game that won me over more mm-hmm. so than the gameplay itself. I think the gameplay itself is it's fine it's solid but like it that's not what i think about when i'm you know my fond memories of this game it's it's really like the emotional effect it had on me so yeah. on, on that point specifically like uh and also i'm just because like for me i've always pronounced it undini like i don't know oh, I, <laughs> so like i, I could that. be like, completely wrong <laughs> no i, I think too. it's I like undini. different like that's what podcasts are for just mispronouncing the names of things mm-hmm. but like when i was uh so i played through the game from what I thought, what because if you're not familiar with the game, again, like there are different ways to play it. Like it is possible to play the game without ever killing an enemy. It is possible to kill the or play play the game by killing every single enemy, and you get very different stories for doing that. And so, like I beat the game in what I thought was like a true path pacifist run, but like I had, I think maybe like killed a few enemies like throughout the course of the game like just re- regular enemies in the game so i i did yeah. i got like there are, and there are way a, a huge range of like neutral endings like there's there's a basically an ending for every single boss whether you like killed or spared them and like it wow there's different stories that happen through each of them but like if you go through and i went and i spared all the bosses but i had killed a few enemies so like i got one of the neutral endings and so then i replayed the game and like got a like complete pacifist run without killing a single enemy and like that was the like ending that i enjoyed and really liked um, and then I tried playing a version where I was going like the true evil route and like killing every enemy. And I didn't even get to the point like 
in order to get the actual worst or evil ending, like worse is subjective or whatever, um, <laughs> you have to actually continuously like farm areas and kill every random encounter until you stop getting random encounters. Oh, jeez! <laughs> and like you have to literally okay. kill everything in the oh. game. And like I didn't even do that, and I got to like the Undini fight like in just a normal like kill all the bosses and kill all the enemies that you come across but like without doing that extra step and like that like I stopped playing after that boss battle because it made me feel so terrible and like I I honestly like cried after I like beat her and I was like yeah I don't need to continue doing this like this isn't like uh, this isn't an experience that will like make me happy so i was just like yeah i'm and like the the game is aware of this like that's it's not like trying to make you feel bad for like doing what the game presents you is like like whereas there's that happens a ton in games with like morality choices where you can be evil and then like the game shames you for being evil like Mm -hmm. this one like that it uh, it absolutely is doing that but like it does that just by like nakedly like showing you this is the consequence of what you're doing like it's not the game being like and you're so bad for doing it like the game is just like yeah if you do bad stuff this is what's happened <laughs> like you just have to <laughs> deal with the consequences yeah. and like like there's a specific like i don't i don't know how much like you guys want to get spoiled on stuff Eh, I played through it. You can go for it. Yeah, everybody, I, I'm not going to play a single second more of this game, so you <laughs> yeah. spoil away, and we'll just give a spoiler alert that we're going to talk about story stuff for Man, Undertale going it's been on out here for, more than we already have. It's been out for five like five years. years five, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but like, just, to, just to be safe, hey, we just played it for the first time. Right, so. exactly. Yeah. But there's a specific moment in that uh, Undini battle where like you are like she is attacking you and the attacks are getting stronger and whatnot. And then like at the end, like when like you are choosing to attack her, her attacks just start getting weaker and slower and you are just deliberately like attacking her and doing full damage. And like, it just gets easier and easier each time. And like, it's, that was just the roughest thing. And like, I was like, I feel awful doing that like that felt horrible and, and i like, think I like, you get to yeah. a point too during that fight where y- even if you try to spare like it won't let you do that like and you yeah. have to proceed with the attack you yeah. are correct <laughs> <laughs> all right so you tried going both ways as well randall yeah or? i generally tried like as i kind of caught wind of what was going on unfortunately i killed some random enemies early on i'm like ooh, i can get experience points and like yep. yeah i was i was curious about like is it does it only apply to like the bosses no. or mini bosses or is it all is it for every enemy i was kind of curious yep. i never got far enough to figure it out for myself but. because you don't level up if that's that that's part <laughs> of the game is that like it is difficult gold. to play if you you are like uh going the true pacifist route like you have basically yep. turn everything into like a, a very like chaotic bullet hell game where like it is one hit death basically and like yeah so like that yeah, my first gameplay like i killed a few enemies just to get my experience up to make it like yep. a little bit easier yeah and yeah it's not supposed to be easy yep 
Yeah. I purposely didn't kill bosses if I could help it. Mm. All right. I tried to, and then like, and seemingly like special enemies, if it was regular flowers, I killed a lot of those dudes, but then like <laughs> yeah. special enemies or like papyrus or some of those folks that like really got dialogue lines. I'm like, or cute puppies in armor. I'm like, let me try to like save <laughs> these dudes if I can help it and take some damage along the way. And that's okay. Yep. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I killed, I'd killed too much before that point to really <laughs> make too much of a difference. I think. Yeah. Well, that that's a perfect segue into like what I have to say about this game, because those cute puppies in the armor was kind of the first point where I was just like, I mean, I again, I don't mean this to be the last word. We can talk more on it. I'm not like, let me get my thoughts in at the end here. <laughs> um, but like I this whole game to me, like I was just like I felt like I was just groaning to myself the whole time. Like it, if to me, this the gameplay felt like if I had to walk through tall grass in a Pokemon game for the whole time. <laughs> Because I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't expect there would be random encounters. I thought this would be all characters on the map. So I, sure. I hate random encounters in games, um, and yeah, I just I couldn't stand that. And then on top of that, so imagine you're in the tall grass in a Pokemon game, and then if you're me personally, I'm gonna want to go for that total pacifist route. So you're also gonna be trying to catch every Pokemon in the <laughs> game by getting them down to as low health as possible. But then also on top of that, you have to do like these kind of logic based but many times logic free like point and click style adventure puzzles that are just like should i tickle this puppy should i pet this puppy should i talk to this puppy Mm -hmm. do i need to pet them both i it was the most frustrating experience i have ever had playing a video game like i i cannot stand this game I, I just so, so frustrating to me. I, yeah, I just, I did like the music. I do like the bullet hell segments, which are, uh, in the battle segment. Although I do find the patterns to be like really frustrating to learn and whatnot. Although I know you guys are saying it's supposed to be a hard game, but just, yeah, really didn't find that to be all that enjoyable. Cause I was just like doing it again and again, do it. Like, what do I need to say to this person? What do I need to do to this person? What do I, I, I just, yeah, I just really bounced off and and I is, you know, we're going to talk about another quirky RPG a little bit later. I definitely that I'm really enjoying, but uh I really found like, you know, a joke here and there landed, but I really just was not entertained by like what was going on in the game story-wise. Although obviously I didn't get very far to like get to the emotional depths like you guys got into, but uh yeah, I don't know. I just Again, maybe definitely, you know, part of that might be the expectations I had going into this game and wanting it to be this amazing experience because it was like I shut off all the lights for my first uh, couple of sits with it. And I was like, all right, shutting off all the lights. I even put my headphones on because I knew it had a great soundtrack and I was kind of ready to roll. And John actually purchased this game for me. We were uh, <laughs> tweeting about I was like, what should I play right now? And I think uh, like a couple weeks back and John was like, I've only had one beer. And he like sent me a <laughs> uh, picture of his Venmo for 15 bucks. And he's like, you better play Undertale. That's so right. I was like, All right. I guess I am running out of time. So, uh, yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I, but I even like the the aesthetic, to be honest, like I really am not a huge fan. I, I love pixel art graphics, but I really thought this was like so basic and like I, I just really didn't like I like the character designs when you're in the battles and stuff like that. But I really didn't like them like on the overworld map um, and just, yeah, I just really d- didn't like much about this game at all, to be honest. And the, the, those are fair, like criticisms as well. Like if, if the game is like comprised 
solely of things that you are not a fan of in games <laughs> i i don't th- think that like it's necessarily fair to say like you because like that was the whole thing where like when we were you know texting each other about this like where it was like uh yeah. we, we want to make sure that you're giving this game a fair shake and you're not just writing it off like like too quickly or like how much of a game that you don't necessarily enjoy do you like necessarily need to play through and or because mm-hmm. like you know people say like oh a, a, a movie or like a, a tv show gets really good like x like hours in or however right. time you have to invest yeah yeah but like it's that's difficult for a game that's a difficult ask first like oh like maybe like every like component of this game isn't necessarily going to resonate with you just because like it's like how much of uh, a game do you have to experience that is made of things that you don't enjoy will you have to take before you actually get to something that you will like get something out of yeah, that's a that's a good point, because there are games that I have like bumped my head against, you know, a, a frustrating mechanic or two and still really, really liked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one just like the the I don't for me personally, it would have benefited because like I know I talk sometimes on the podcast, too, about how like, oh, I just kind of breeze through the story. But again, this was a game that I was fully planning on, like getting immersed in the experience and paying full attention. Like I know the story is kind of a, a the selling point of this game. So I guess uh, shoot, I kind of lost my train of thought there. What had you been saying, John? Because um, that'll what you had said. Yeah, uh, just like how much like of a thing do you have to invest? How much investment do you need to have in something in order to get to like a thing that either other people enjoy or that you know? Or oh, I do remember. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, this is this is something like a game that I was feeling like maybe would have benefited uh, from having like an easy mode or like a no damage mode or something like that where I could have played and like really just experienced it one way or the other. And I know that it, it seems like this story really does tie into the mechanics and the battle system itself mm-hmm. and, you know, how you're defeating enemies and whatnot. So I understand why that would be difficult to do. Um, especially if you want to give people the choices in the matter, but I guess you could, there would be a way to do it. And if it would be something like, because you guys are praising the story so much and I do like the music and I, you know, again, the game has such high praise. I do, you know, I would be curious to see it through to the end, but just like the actual experience of me playing it, there's just no way I I can make it there. That's what let's plays are for. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Maybe that's the way I check this game out. Or at least listen to the soundtrack. So yeah, if nothing else, yeah. There was one question I wanted to ask Randall specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. About because I I played it on uh, my Mac. I'm DJ. Did you play it on PC when it first came out? Yeah, and I'm really glad that this time I'm replaying it now, and I'm so glad I'm using my PS4 controller. <laughs> but Randall, <laughs> so, wait, wait, so, wait. So you guys were using keyboard to play through this game? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. it was rough. Oh, it was yeah. real, rough. <laughs> real hard. <laughs> real, real hard. Forget it. Yeah. Some um, of those patterns you have to avoid in those battles. Yeah, oh, my no. God. Yeah. Even in the first two and a half hour, you know, two and a half, three, four hours as far as I got, like, no way you oh. can do that with a keyboard. Well, obviously you can, but. But wow. the last boss in most of the neutral endings, like, Randall, do you know if you got a neutral ending? Gosh, uh, I think I did. Um yeah, was your I, I, was your final battle against uh Flowey? Yes. And was it a super weird gross like uh Donkey Kong 64 weird <laughs> pixel art like 3 <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Yes it was. So did the game force quit at any point? Uh like actually force quit or like fuck with me in a meta way? 
but yeah, like that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. <laughs> yes. So yes. what did it do? Like, what did it do? Um, it acted like it like deleted my save, um, and like booted me back, but then the flower kept screwing with me where like it was restarting the fight so it could kill me over and over again. Yeah. Um, and actually somehow, I don't know if it was storyline based that it got slightly easier or if I just locked in, but that only happened a couple of times before I took it out and just mm. like got into this, you know, third eye mode where I was just like dodging everything and, and happened to hit things at the right point And that felt amazing. But man, that was like really hard and very intense. Yes. Because <laughs> on uh, Mac, what it did was it like shut like the battle, like in the middle of the battle, it like, closed out the game oh my god and then like when you oh. when you open the game <laughs> hey, this is like kojima no but like seriously then when you go i went to the like folder that the game was saved in and it renames the file of the like like game itself that's hilarious it's it was insane like so i was really wondering how they would do that like not on like a computer yeah like the I remember DJ asking that too uh, when I when I was saying I was going to play it. He was like, "I'm curious about how they do it on consoles." Yeah, yeah. Because like I I wasn't sure like if it would like you know boot you into like the switch menu screen and then it would change the name of the game or like <laughs> I was I was just so curious how that was going to happen in like a console setting. You know, it acted like if I'm remembering correctly, and it was all really intense. It booted back to like the title menu. And then acted like it deleted my save. And yeah. He he basically is taunting me, saying that he's doing all this, and then like essentially restarting the game to like beat my ass again, and then restarting the game to beat my ass again. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it did do that, but That's it didn't boot cool. all the way to the switch menu. That would have freaked me out. I think if it would have gone that far. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> like oh, it just corrupted the file or something. Yeah. Like actually, yeah. 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 There's some because uh, like there's also like permanent metadata in the game files like because that's the thing is that like if you like play and get the good ending like the game like if it, you try to delete your save and like start a new game like the game recognizes that it's a game and it also like prompts you like if you get the like the perfect ending it's like hey everybody's happy like do you really need to like <laughs> play this game again <laughs> like, that's wonderful and like <laughs> that's great uh, that's kind of the reason why i haven't touched this game since because i'm like yeah. i don't need to like yeah i don't need to like i experience like i've had the full experience of this game like i feel content and like oh dj what are you but shaking that, but but that's why i'm i'm playing through them again like right now i'm on a full pacifist run because Ooh. i need to get to the best boss fight that has the best music in the game in my it opinion it really does it really does that's oh, that's one i've listened to that track oh. it, like remixes of that track so many times hopes and dreams it makes it makes me cry like listening oh, to yeah. the soundtrack like makes me cry again like it is such an emotional like i get the feeling of every single track i have an emotional attachment to every single moment that happens in the story so like yeah it's just the, uh, the the track named his theme always yes, gets me. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, but then I also have to like I am going to have to do the full murder run because you don't that have is, to. But that's the <laughs> that's the hardest boss fight at the end. 
Ugh, oh God. gosh! Just watch a video of it. It's not worth. <laughs> it. I've seen the <laughs> no, video. No, you know, I cannot. You know, DJ has to beat that, it. Oh yeah, it's a, he hasn't beaten it until I didn't he's really the beat boss. it. <laughs> you have that to, regular have to listen battle. And play Megalovania in oh, real God. time. <laughs> yep. Oh my God! Oh man. Well, I guess that's probably a good transition into the next game that we were going to talk about. Since we're talking about music and stuff, and since we just had some guests on the podcast uh, that we talked about the uh, soundtrack. Unfortunately, DJ wasn't able to join us for that episode, but uh, we've all been playing some Ickenfell, and I still keep. I even wrote down Ickenfell like a fucking <laughs> idiot again. I started our uh, interview with them. I was like, Inken, even after saying it to myself five times. Anyways, um, but yeah, Ickenfell came out uh, recently, and uh, we've all been playing it. And uh, Randall and I, thanks to Xbox Game Pass, yeah. once again, that's just cranking out the indies. Yeah. Um, and yeah, kind of a, a similar-ish game to Undertale. Not really, but uh, you know, it's top-down turn-based RPG. Although the combat's definitely very different, although very interactive as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's, there's just kind of a lot going on. We mostly talked music stuff with, uh, with Ivy Tran and Sabriel, uh, Augustin on the podcast interview, but yeah, I think we're, uh, ready to talk some of the gameplay. Um, and yeah, why don't, uh, I don't know who wants to take the lead on this one. DJ beat it. I did. Yeah. Beat it. <laughs> per usual. Dang. Surprise, surprise. I mean, I guess I don't have as much i don't think i have as much experience as you guys with like these tactics type games mm-hmm. um, wait really but- i honestly don't all that much to be honest either like into the breach and some of those were like some i mean i've played some but those were like the first i really like dug into and then started exploring some outside of that yeah Interesting. i guess that and like xcom i guess for me are like my my primary experiences of this but yeah i mean it's i i think we had been talking uh before kevin about how it's like kind of paper mario-esque in the combat um, yeah how very there's much like so yeah timing for that attack and defense oh, yeah which like i don't know how i feel about because like mm. early on i think it's great but i think uh the farther you get in the game and it's just like okay i, I know how to do these like i I don't like that I'm being made to do something I know how to do already, if that makes any sense. That's interesting. That's interesting you say that because I feel that way in Paper Mario, even though I still find it engaging and fun to like kind of just keep me on my toes a little bit. But I'm still like I'm probably about five and a half, six hours in, like I'm halfway through chapter three. Yeah. And I'm still not I don't have all the commands down to a science. Like I'm definitely, cause you can either like totally whiff and oh, get like yeah. an oops, oops or you can get a nice or you can get a great. Maybe there's something in between there as well. But like I get a lot of nices and I get some oops pretty, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I whiff pretty bad uh, on both the enemy attacks that you can, you know, prevent some damage from. Um, and on top of that or, and uh, doing extra damage with your attacks or like, even if you're doing like a poison spell or something like, you won't actually poison the enemy if you yep. don't time it perfectly. So that's why there's really those accessibility settings. That's right. Yeah, which I haven't really dug that much into, but that's awesome that they have a bunch of those. There's a, the menu system in general, like the UI and everything in this game is great. It I is. Think, for the most part, does a really great job of like, is this item going to be better? Like, if I equip this, is it better than this item or is it worse? Or if I sell this item, is it does it perk any of my stats for this character? I, I really like how the system works. Did you guys find yourselves, um, well, how far did you guys get, I should ask? How big is your party? <laughs> I have three people in three, my party. Three, yep. Yep, same. Okay. 
We're all okay. at the same point, pretty much. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're all, yeah. The three of us are all at like mid chapter three. I just got back to the library. Well, wow. okay. makes any sense. And I guess we might get into some like mild spoilers, but we probably won't talk too much story other than maybe just the enjoyment of it. I'm really enjoying the story personally. I was going to say, I, I really still plan like on it. playing more of this. Like, oh, yeah, I, no, yeah I, mean, I plan on seeing it through, to yeah. be honest. I played some more just before we uh, started getting on the to record tonight and really was kind of sucked right back in. It had been a few days since I'd played, but would you mind if I revealed some just purely gameplay stuff that isn't truly like really a spoiler? Randall, you want to take your I'm personally cool with that. It better be good conversation. (laughs) What was that, John? (laughs) No, it was just like Randall's usually the most sensitive on this. You want to take your headphones off for this? (laughs) No, you'll I'll be okay. I can be a No, you'll be good. It's um, so uh, I think you guys can pretty much tell by like how the menu is laid out. But, you know, eventually there's six total party members, um, but okay. uh, you'll only ever have um, three on the battlefield at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, so early on, like, I guess I was worrying, like, you know, who should I be like focusing on? Like, is it going to be to my detriment if like I don't include this person in my party for a while or something. Um, but what's nice is even if um, a party member or when one of your crew isn't in the battle, they still receive experience nice. like the rest of your team. Like it's, it's like 95% of the experience that the team. Gets. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's, yeah, there's, you don't really have to worry so much about like, oh, should I have gone with this person? Like it's it's very like adjustable. I think it's just who you like playing with best. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, I definitely got to a point at the end where it was like, yeah, like these are my three. Um, but I still would have felt comfortable if I had been forced to use the other ones. I think the only um, the only part that would have been a little hectic was like rearranging all the gear because if i'm like prioritizing my best gear on those three then it's it's kind of hard when you're trying to mix other people in um yeah yeah i think i think in general like i i just i want like a clear like this is better equip this Mm. but there's like there is a lot of like you know give and take you know which which stat do you think is most important for you right. for your play style? Right. That, do you yeah, want more yeah. speed? Do you want more defense? Power. Do you want more power? Yeah. Pretty much a lot of the items are going to give you like yep. there there isn't yeah. like it's like oh yeah this is the item that's plus in all the stats pretty much every single equipment uh, so far that I've encountered has been like like Up, this down. is just a a <laughs> one to one like you're sacrificing one defense for one attack and like right I. I it, it, that is a little stressful, like at the beginning when like you only have like eight attack and you're like, is the, <laughs> yep. how big of a difference is yeah. this going to make now? Now, I definitely have some that nothing huge, but I definitely have some that'll give me like a buff in two different stats and no real. Yeah, you get on anything so often. Yeah, um, usually more often than not, it's just like a plus one in one category or something. Right. Or it's, you know, maybe one better than the item you have on. But yeah, nothing where I'm just like this item but i will say they do they don't do it when you're just looking at your party but when you're in a shop you can kind of like when you're selling your items you can look at like is this it shows like a plus my or an up and down or like an even so like i do kind of just clean out my inventory as i play along like okay i got the stuff i have equipped 
couple extra things I might want to use and then just sell stuff for gold because you do need to kind of stock up on potions and items yeah. and stuff like that oh, at yeah. least for me and all the different oh, yes. nets they're not all potions but like flowers and whatever for health flowers, and yep. um and and back to what you're saying about the paper mario thing too dj i think part of the element of it too like my, i was saying like my timing might not be perfect and that's adding to my engagement with the game personally but i will say that the fact that you're also doing this tactics based combat yes. where like paper mario is just kind of turn based it is what it is and then the action is like keeping me engaged in that and it's kind of because that turn based combat is kind of boring to me sometimes um, and where it's just when you're just selecting things. But in this case, like I would kind of be totally content if it was just the tactics, because I think all the characters have a ton of moves. There's a ton of options. I'm, take, I'm getting an ass whooping. But like part of that is because I'm missing like some of the enemy attacks and not dodging them and taking full damage and right. vice versa, not like sticking my attacks. So I but I will say that well, like that was adding to some minor frustrations, even though I'm overall loving this game. I was like, man, these battles are hard. But I will say they do a great job of like if you get a game over during a, if you lose during a battle, you can either reload from your last save or from the start of the battle, which I think is an amazing nice. system. Personally, I think that's just so awesome mm-hmm. that you can like boot up from the battle or if you're like, you know what? I think I went into that with not enough health. Let me go back to the save point and, you know maybe get some more things from the shop before I head that way. I like the battle system a lot in this game. Yes. I was trying to rack my brain if I could think of like another game that combined tactics plus that Paper Mario timing thing together. I don't because um, no, yeah. I don't think there is. Like, I don't think so either. I can't think even, of one either. Even yeah. like it's, it's like take on tactics is really unique in that you're yeah. basically in like a corridor. Like every single yeah. battle is like an incredibly like from a tactics like perspective an incredibly small like field but like the fact that it is like you know just kind of a random encounter and you're like doing these on like a semi-regular basis more so than if you were doing a tactics game which is usually a large like battlefield with many units like the fact that it's usually like around like three versus three and like you know the the width of the battlefield is always three and i don't remember what the length is it's like 12 or something like sounds right it's a pretty yeah something like narrow like field but at the same time like all of the like area of attack like things where like you know you have a specific each character has a specific range for each of their attacks or each of their spells that they cast and so you always are constantly repositioning yourself and trying to like make sure that you're like your attacks are able to hit enemies, but maybe you're outside of the atten- enemy's range. So it's it lends and itself dance to a around really the traps unique. that they lay. Yes, yes. It's, uh, it's it's such a unique take on it that like I really really like. Me too. And making sure your yeah. teammates are your other characters are out of that range of area of effect to just only hit the enemies and not also hit one of your guys too. Otherwise those moves are now out of your arsenal unless you want to take some extra damage to try and seal the whole thing. And you also can't pass through your own teammates. Like they're physically on a square and you can't like just walk through them like you normally would in a tactics game. So there's all of this repositioning that you have to take into account. It's, Oh, I love it. Me too. Yeah, and some of the enemies, like many of the enemies, will have like an effect. Like if your character's standing right next to them when they get killed or when you defeat that enemy, like they'll take a damage effect mm-hmm. after. Like the enemy will kind of explode yep. and do some extra damage to your character and stuff like that. So that you really got to watch the health bars. You got to manage your inventory a yep. little bit. Not like crazy. You can you get enough money where you can kind of bulk up on some of the items, but like 
you do, you do have to kind of watch your step a little bit. It's really cool. And I really like the top down uh, perspective for the overworld and everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's got this really simplistic art style, but like at the same and on both fronts, really, it's kind of like this simple, not quite eight bit, but not quite 16 bit. But like when the characters like nod their heads and stuff, I really like how like expressive they are yeah. on the overworld and whatnot. And I will say I love that, unlike Undertale, they're not random encounters. You do see, like, the enemies on the map, like, every encounter, every battle. uh, You don't, like, I think in Paper Mario, you can, like, get the jump on enemies, right? If you, like, hit them with a hammer, like, pre-battle. There's nothing like that, I don't think. But, like, either way, you know, like, do I want to go into this encounter? Do I have enough health? Um, Yeah, I I just really like the setup and structure of the game um, on all fronts, really. I I will say that... uh I think I was initially expecting to not get uh, very into the story just because I figured it would be something pretty basic that we've seen before. Sure. And like I, I was yeah. also kind of like playing this along with my Undertale replay. And like it's just like I always, you know, laugh and whatever when I'm playing Undertale. So it was just like, oh, this isn't going to compare. But like. By the end of the game, like I, I was feeling pretty attached to like all these characters. And nice. I, it, yeah, I, I would say it's like it, a good emotional investment. Nice. That's awesome. Whatever, I agree with whatever that. that's worth. I agree too. And like you get like right off the bat, it's like oh, there's some witches and wizards, and you kind of might think like oh, it's going to be like a Harry Potter story RPG, and it's definitely not that. You know, it's definitely its own. Uh, story with a ton of unique characters. We talked about that a little bit uh, on the interview episode. And again, we we haven't touched on this episode ourselves about the music. And yep. DJ, I'd be curious to hear some of your thoughts on the music because we did talk about like some of our maybe not favorite tracks specifically, but some of the highlights and stuff. Like, do you have anything that stands out? Because there's definitely the some interesting choices. Yeah. yeah, there's some really interesting choices. And again, I guess just small spoiler alert if you haven't listened to the interview episode, um, you know, but on the music front, like there is like the on this first boss battle, this first kind of main boss battle you have, there's like some vocals come in all of a sudden on the track, and I think it it is the person you're fighting is singing, correct? That's like at it's least like what's her kind inner of or- Gilda, yeah, yeah, and it's such a great track, and like just all of a sudden you're just you kind of perk up because again we talked about this in the interview, but like you don't see that very often in like a normal kind of story driven game. You just don't all of a sudden hear vocals come in, but especially a retro really styled cool. one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's just such a great like mix of all the and the chip tunes and like the real instrumentation. There's just such a great variety, like all the sweeping kind of moody piano tracks. Like First I just time I, I heard that the soundtrack oboe, of this I game. was like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Maybe this isn't like the best comparison, but like I was even I was getting similar despair vibes in some of the later tracks that I would get like deep into dark souls like mm, at the end wow. boss there which was okay a nice little like weird like tension <laughs> yeah, yeah sense memory like, of like stress there was, yeah well like <laughs> th- there's like an element of the story that i think is very dark soulsy also which i guess i won't spoil for you but Thank Wait. you. Well, you talk as about someone it familiar yeah. with the Dark <laughs> Souls story, now I'm spoiled and now I'm yeah. nervous. <laughs> you haven't beaten it. You don't know. <laughs> you act like I haven't watched a Let's Play of a game I play. <laughs> for you. Out of a curiosity, how many chapters is it, DJ? Uh, eight. 
Oh, oh, okay. okay. Got a little ways to go. That's I was kind of thinking yeah. like five or six, but yeah, I got a, almost halfway I was there. Ten. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is a short game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll uh, we'll touch base on this one again oh, yeah. uh, if we all keep playing it, which it sounds like we are. So. Um, but yeah, I think we could pretty much wrap up the, uh, games talk there this week. If you guys are good to, uh, call it. Yes, sir. It's been called. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. Well, uh, as always, you can find us on the internet at, uh, pursuingpixels.com. We're on, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, discord, come hang out. We're always chatting about what we're playing. Yes, uh, if you want a little, maybe sneak peek about what we're going to talk about in the future, or maybe give us some recommendations of stuff to play. Yeah. Uh, we never mentioned our Gmail. We have pursuingpixels at gmail.com. I feel like I haven't mentioned that in a while, but uh, I'll call it there, and we, you can find links in the episode description. And uh, Otherwise, we will catch you next week, and until then, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. I was surprised how much you had. Like You, you said you, had, you didn't play like as a refresher, right, John? Nope. Like that, that man, you had like that off the top of your head. This man, game like left an incredibly strong imprint on me as a person. Like, and you own the yeah. vinyl too, right, John? Oh yeah, I yeah. own that vinyl. It has the uh, dog song on a seven inch as nice, well, which is just oh, nice. that like little chirpy song on repeat. Like, <laughs> nice. Oh god, it's uh, but. Oh, that's awesome. We didn't even get into the best character and the best section Papyrus? of the game, Metaton. <laughs> that's where I am now. Metaton's pretty good. Just oh about God. to just about to do that fight, but I, I love forgot how much I hate Alphys. Really? Oh, Cuz yeah, because as you're going through um, Hotland, like you're constantly getting text throughout. Oh yeah, <laughs> that yeah, interrupts yeah. your yes. gameplay. Yeah, yes, I, lo- oh. I, but I love how <laughs> horribly awkward mm-hmm. she is. Yeah, she's just a little nerd. Yes, or like when she'll like give you like a tip immediately after you clear a section, yeah. and then yeah. she's like, "Fuck, oh, God, I'm trash. Don't listen to me. Oh God, I'm the worst." <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>